So, are we going to pretend like it's just the same day on this recording? <laughs> um, no. And there's a chance, I mean, depending on how long this takes, I may break it up, but I don't know. It might have to be a two-parter. I mean, I've only got like a couple more shows to talk about since. You know, I really do, too. And, okay. you know, I've watched a lot of Korean drama, so I don't really talk a lot about those. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I've watched more than what I have written down. I probably have. I just. Well, I forgot to write down The Queen's Gambit. There was a bunch of shows everyone said that I'm, oh, yeah, I saw that. Like all of them I had forgotten <laughs> I watched. <laughs> I did not do a good job. Keeping track. I know. I need to keep and my little. My mind, my mind is so not on this stuff right now. <laughs> my mind is a mess in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's had a lot of trauma and a lot of a lot of things going on. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Right. Oh, all right. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. I think I went first last time. All right. So why don't we, why don't we go with you first? Okay. So honestly, the first three I have are The Crown, Murder on the Beach, and... The Queen's Gambit. So, already discussed all those. Unless you have anything else you want to say. Um. No. Did you happen to start Murder on the Beach yet? No. Yesterday wasn't a good have TV on in the background while I work. It was got it. <laughs> had a lot to do because <laughs> I'm now off for like a week. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I've you know I've watched those. I've been really busy, really preoccupied, and um, I've mostly watched. You know, a little of those shows. I've kind of caught up on some fall TV I like to watch. And when I'm, like, packing and sorting through stuff, I've kind of started putting on, like, the next Netflix comedy specials. Because oh. podcasts, I don't know, I'm just, there aren't a lot right now that I'm listening to. Okay. And so the next Netflix comedy specials, like John Mulaney or whatever, I've mm-hmm. been enjoying those. They're nice. I also watch, like, Forensic Files. These are, like, little shows I can put, you know, have a Bluetooth headphone on and have it on the iPad or my phone and be able to glance at it, but just be doing other stuff. They're right. very good background shows. No, they are. We, uh, <clears throat> we do some of the comedy specials, too, like... If we're busy in the kitchen doing stuff, we'll throw in, like, Bill Burr or Mulaney, you know, mm-hmm. Gaffigan. 
<laughs> I haven't watched one of those. I should do that. We've been watching his on YouTube. He's been doing like little segments from his house during the quarantine. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> Life around the Gaffigan house. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he have like a million kids? Like He's got five? Five kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the uh, Wancho I have left that I really want to talk about. And this is funny because this is the latest show I've watched and I had two left yesterday and I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to finish it, but I'll still talk about it. And then we had one more night and so I'm like, yay, I can finish it. So I did. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's called The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Have you seen anything from that? Um, I think I saw... That it, it was on there, but I didn't look into it. Yeah, I think it just came out. Anyway, it was so good. I loved it. Oh. So is this a series or a limited? What is it? It's a show. So it was like, it was a season and it was seven, oh, seven or eight mm-hmm. um, episodes. But I think I just heard that they're, they've announced it got renewed for a season two. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, nah, this just seems like a season one thing. Because it's like all revolves around this one thing. But the way it ended, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I could totally see a season two. Oh. <clears throat> so basically, it's this, this girl. Um, her name's Cassie. And she's a flight attendant. And she's like super party girl just kind of wild you know and she's someone i probably would normally just like uh, you know mm-hmm. but this character is so likable i just like her you know you know like i love likable characters and you know i i have trouble when there's a not likable character it just i'm with jules like, personality goes a long way. Right. And, yeah. So, I just, I really like her. And if I didn't, I probably wouldn't like this as much. Gotcha. Who who plays her? Is it anyone? You know what? I don't even know. I should probably look it up. I have no idea who she is. I don't recognize her. Hmm. Um, Kaylee Cuoco? Oh, she's a uh, penny in the Big Bang Theory. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ke- Kelly Kuoko, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay. That's funny. Obviously, I don't watch that show. Cam and I own all 11 seasons. <laughs> 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 she's we like the, love that someone's, show. she's like someone's girlfriend and she's like cooler than everybody is that correct is that who it is she is the neighbor or is she a neighbor oh a neighbor i mean she ends up with i mean leonard who's played by uh johnny galecki who was david and roseanne uh, um yeah he falls in love with her like the minute she moves in across the hall uh-huh. from them and 
No, spoiler alert, they do end up together. But yeah, she's she's a main character all eleven seasons. Uh, okay, I feel kind of dumb. She's in like a big show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I'm like, who is this? She's so likable. I just like her. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just really the actress; it's the character. The character, also. right? Yeah. Yeah. She's like boozy, and she's just whatever. But she's just great. Sweet. So basically, okay, so she's a flight attendant, and she, on this flight to Bangkok, she meets this guy, and, okay, so this guy, I know him, he is, did you ever see the movie, The Guernsey Literary and Potato Pill Pie Society, <laughs> by chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he's the guy in that. <laughs> okay. That's a good movie, and that's a book I read, and that was one of those weird, very few cases where I like the movie better than the book. Oh. It's a cute little movie. I think it's around World War Two. on this little Guernsey, that little island in uh, England. Okay, yeah, gotcha. They have to do, like, a sneaky book club, because reading's not allowed. Don't remember why. Nazi stuff. It's Nazi stuff. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Maybe they're Jewish authors or uh, I don't know. Um, Anyway, okay, so this guy, she, they kind of flirt. And they end up together that night. And she wakes up. So this is all like in the beginning. It's mm-hmm. not really spoilery. She wakes up and he is, his throat is slit and he's just covered in blood. And she's doesn't, she was blackout <clears throat> drunk. She's like, I didn't kill him, you know, but she's like, eh, right? <laughs> sure. That would be terrifying. <laughs> And she's terrified because she's in Bangkok and she had, like, heard, like, I don't know, she had heard the story of someone that, like, spent 10 years in jail in Thailand because of littering or something. You know, she's terrified she's in this other country. Right. And so she tries to cover up her tracks being there, but she does a terrible job. And she just tries to sneak out and get on her next flight, you know, with her other friend flight attendants and stuff. And she's terrified and suspicious, you know, she's scared she's going to get caught because she really, she did a terrible job. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so it gets a little, you know, I haven't seen Search Party much. Uh Uh-huh. I did see the first season, but it's been a couple years. But it, if I remember correctly, she is the one. She tries. She gets really into what really happened. And so she there's the the FBI looking into it, and she's doing her own search, you know? Yes. She's trying to solve what happened for herself. And it's just, it's great. And her brother is... Uh, 
George O'Malley from Grey's Anatomy, who I love. He hasn't been on in so many seasons because he died. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's just been, it it was really good. I just, I loved the story. I thought it was just a fun watch and interesting. And I just highly recommend it. Sweet. I am so going to watch this. Yeah, it's a good one. It'd be a good little just Christmas binge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That's... My brain is and... like, what am I doing today? <laughs> <laughs> and she's, there's also like a little... She's got some psychological problems. So he's... This guy is killed, you know, right in the first episode early on. But he kind of lives in her head. And mm-hmm. so she like, so he's in the whole show because she'll like be in her head and talking to him and, gotcha. you know, it's like herself talking to herself and kind of trying to figure out what's going on with her. And he's like trying to be a shrink for her. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But it's all her. But anyway, it's it was really good. It's just an engrossing, fun Murder mystery slash, you know, like, what are they called? You know, Hitman. Just all of it. It's just yeah. a good... No, that sounds right up my alley. I'm I'm excited. I, I haven't even heard of this. I, is it brand new or... I believe so. Um, I think... It, does HBO just kind of drop an entire season? It seems like they do with some stuff. Other stuff, it's a weekly, like, yeah, unhinged. Or, <laughs> what, what was... <laughs> undoing. <I still laughs> undoing. I still have it written down as unhinged. Um, <laughs> that came out weekly. Okay, so, I feel like they might have just dropped this one. Okay. Oh, no, they didn't. So it played... I'm on IMBD looking episode by episode. It looks like it played, started, the first episode was on my birthday, and ended on December 17th. So, one month. Oh, okay. So, you happened to just catch it when it was all out or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Eight episodes. We need to do these podcasts more often. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's The Flight Attendant on HBO. Yes, and so I figured out, you know, you and I, I don't know if other people, because our sister Kat doesn't have this problem, but Sue and I have had trouble streaming HBO Max. It buffers on us constantly. Yes. So I've done a workaround during the day. I just download onto my device whatever episodes I think I'll watch. (laughs) I think I can get through two tonight. <laughs> right. So I just, I watch them on my iPad and I just download them onto my iPad. And seriously, it takes as long to download one as it does to watch like five minutes of show. Oh, that's a good and idea. Then, yeah. And then once it's downloaded, you can just watch the whole thing and then you can just delete it from your device. Yeah, because I was watching something, and I finally just gave up. The buffering was driving me insane. 
I honestly, for a while there, was just like, oh, it's on HBO Max. I don't think I'll watch it. Why can't they get this together? I mean, our sisters pay good money for this. <laughs> why, are they, why is it the worst streaming device of all the streaming channels I have? I don't know, because I don't have that problem with anything else. I don't either. Like, Netflix's is the best one. Mm-hmm. I never buffer on Netflix. I think once in a while I'll have a little Hulu trouble. But no, nothing like HBO Max. It's the worst. And it's the most expensive one. I know, I know. And I was like thinking it was mine. I was checking my internet speed and signal speed. Me too. Everything was fine. I'm like, what the bad? Yeah. And I'll have big trouble, and I'm like, okay, I can't do this, so I'll go to another channel and watch something else, and it's fine. So it is not. It is HBO Max. Yeah, it's their player, yeah. Anyway, that's a little hint. You can just download the episodes. It's a good idea. I think I'll do that. All right. The rest is just... Is it Korean drama time? It's Korean. It's Korean drama corner. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched two from the the Joseon era, which is like pre-Korea Korea. So these are like period pieces. So they're like the Jane Austen of gotcha. Korean shows. You know, with like the little kimono like they don't they weren't really kimonos, but just it's the palaces and the eunuchs and the Right. Kimono-y. You know, they're fun. So one was... Kimono-y. <laughs> Those are Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> but they look a little like kimonos. There's differences, too. Um, so I watched one called Rookie Historian Gohei-Rung. This was fun because she... The romance in this one wasn't great. Like, I didn't think the leads really belonged together. But it's a show about, like, a young girl in the 1800s that, like, so they have these, the palace has these uh, historians that they're kind of an independent source where they record, they just, like, stand in the room of, like, every... Uh, member of the palace and they just record they record everything that happens and it's like illegal for like the king to read the whole story like they're this like separate entity they're like above the royal you know what i mean they like uh-huh. record it for history and it's and for the first time in like a hundreds of years or something they decided to hire a group of women so they hire Three, it's been a little while since I saw three or four girls to be historians. And it was just, it was really good. It's a little feminist. It's a little, um, it was just so interesting. I mean, I don't know how, like, historically accurate it is. But just so interesting, the dynamics of these palaces and, like, historians kind of standing their ground like I'm going to record this conversation even though King you are doing some bull crap 
<laughs> I'm going to record it. You can't record. You can't read what I write, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, I found that whole thing really cool. I really like that, even though the romance was kind of lame. But that's, that's cool. not why I watched that one. But it was really good. I liked that one. I totally recommend that for anyone that watches Korean dramas. And that one is on Netflix. What was it called again? The Rookie Historian and then Gohei Rung. That's her name. Uh, I watched one called Why You Were Sleeping. Which was, was not, it's not associated with the um, the American title with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> right. But this one was fun because it was like three people and they all have like dreams that are like premonitions. And they all involve each other. But they all get like separate parts of the dream. And so they kind of have to, like, like their neighbors and one, they just meet because they, like, dream of these incidences that are going to happen. Like, and they're dangerous ones. Like, the first one is, like, a car accident. Mm. Um, one's a lawyer and one is a reporter and one's a cop. And they're all kind of just, like, young adults, like, early 20s, <clears throat> mid-20s. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so they they have to kind of like work together and figure out how to stop this horrible thing from happening, you know. And I, I like that one. That was fun. And... Is that one on Netflix too? <laughs> no, that one was on Rakuten Vicky. And then Tale of the Nine-Tailed. This one just, like, came out, like, this is the first Korean drama I've watched while it aired. And it, like, will come out, and then you have to wait for people to subtitle it. So sometimes you're, like, you have to wait an extra day or two. Gotcha. (laughs) It, like, tells you, it, like, does a little percentage. This is 50% translated. Oh, funny. (laughs) And you have to wait till it says 100%. It's funny, this channel, I think, they have just volunteers that when the drama comes out, um, they have a little team of volunteers that translate it into a bunch of different languages. So just a whole bunch of different Uh. countries are watching from this channel, and they have their own little teams that translate for them. And it's all, like, volunteer-based. Oh, how funny. It's just really neat. That is cool. It's cute because the reviews, people are like, thank you, you know, translating team for doing this. And then some people are like, this one's taking so long. (laughs) (laughs) How funny. So this is a channel that you stream? Well, it's, it's an app. Yeah, it's, it's like Asian dramas. From all over, all different types of Asian dramas on this one channel. And it's a free app, and you can watch. They do have, like, a like a premium where there's only shows that are only available on premium, but most are just regular. And they're, um, you can watch it for free with commercials, but the commercials are kind of a lot. 
and it's only four ninety nine a month that I'm like, that's like the price of a sandwich. So, right for no commercials for something I watch so much, it's totally worth it. <laughs> uh, yes, you don't have to. Oh yeah, no, for five bucks, it's, yeah, like you said, that's a sandwich. Yeah, that's a coffee at Starbucks for some people. No, it's a it's cheaper than a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Tale of the Nine-Tailed was super fun. And all of these I review on my Cove Did You See This Yet. If anyone wants to check it out, if you're more interested in the Korean dramas and want an in-depth review, <laughs> you can always go to my blog. I share with my friend Amy. Um, <clears throat> so a Nine-Tailed Fox is apparently big folklore in Korea. And so this is, this was like a comic, I guess, and they turned it into a show with probably my favorite Korean actor, um, Lee Dong-wook. So he, and this is so fun because he's usually like the cutest little, he's just like so shy and always like really sweet. Uh-huh. And just his, he's always like plays this little bashful character. And in this one, he is like cocky in like the best way. I love it. He's like totally transformed in this one, and it was so fun. And nice. I'm so glad I watched this one after seeing him. And I love him in all of them, but after seeing him in all the other roles, having him be in this was like so much fun. That's awesome. Because he's like immortal, and he like. You know, he can win every fight or whatever, you know. Right. That's awesome. But this but, was fun. It was like a comic booky, but in a good way. And, you know, there were, there were some elements of it that were a little meh. Like, there was this snake character that he wasn't a real snake, but, you know. Anyway, it got a little in the weeds where I was like, yeah, how much do I care about this part? <laughs> gotcha. But all in all, it was very fun. He's like, his character has like a red umbrella and he's, he used to be like a mountain god and he's like 900 years old. It's cute because like, I guess nine-tailed fox, once they mate, they're like mated for life and... He fell in love with a human 900 years ago, and she she died, and so for 900 years, he's been waiting to find her reincarnated, and so, of course, in modern day, he does find her, and it's just cute. I love these stories. I love the, ele- the, the romanticized element of reincarnation. And finding loves through, like, hundreds of years. I just love it. It gets me. (laughs) No, it's fun. If it's done right, it is fun. Yeah, I find that just such a cute little concept. And reincarnation. I like, like, uh, in the show, a little bit of a spoiler, but (laughs) he's got, like, a little brother... Um, that he kind of adopted back 900 years ago. And he gave him a puppy. This little black puppy. And the puppy dies in a fire. And it's really sad. But anyway, 
So 900 years later, he's got this little kid that's following him around. And so <laughs> there's there's a pair of glasses in this lore where um, if you put them on, you can see your reincarnated life. You can see your old life. You cool. know. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Or anybody else's. So if you look in a mirror, you can see your own. But if you're just looking at someone, you can see them in their past life. Right. And after this kid's following him around, he just happens to put the glasses on and looks at him. And it says, Poppy! It's so cute! That is so adorable. I love that so much. And so he's like, grudgingly, he takes this little boy in because he'd been like abused from his father or something. Anyway, just little cute details like that. Just seeing that it was his puppy, and he just kind of, the look on his face when he sees it is like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're my puppy. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. I a, love it. That's adorable. So has he been the same all 900 years, or does he? Yeah, because they're immortal. So okay, they gotcha. are nine-tailed foxes. And okay. They basically are human, but uh, when they, like, turn on their powers or whatever, their eyes kind of go orange, kind of like a nine-tailed fox. Gotcha. I don't know. Fox eyes. And there's one point in the show where you see, like, these fire, all nine tails of fire behind him. But um, I guess in the comic it happens more. I looked, looked into the comic a little bit and saw pictures where he almost always has his little fox tails. That you really can't see, but you can see, you know what I mean? Right. But they show up once in a while, but... Anyway, I like that one. Um, now I'm watching... <laughs> I, they had, like, a little category that says Happy Holidays, and so I'm like, these are, like, little... Hol- these are, like, the Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies of Korea, and I'm like, eh... I can't do those, so I'm going to see if I can do a Korean one. I bet I can. <laughs> <laughs> and? <laughs> well, I'm only an episode and a half in, but I am enjoying it. I looked, I read all the reviews, and everyone's like, it's so slow, but it's so good. you know. Or some people are like, it's too slow, I can't do this. And I'm like, I think I really want slow. <laughs> Bring on slow. <laughs> oh, abs- yes, I agree. Especially if it's worth it. You know, the people that really loved it, they're like, it's slow, but it is, like, so worth it. And I am into that. So, so far, so good. It's a guy, he owns a little bookstore. She gets away from Seoul because of something, yet we don't really know. Something about music, teacher, and he owns a little she goes to the country where her aunt lives and he owns a little bookstore. It's so Hallmark Channel. (laughs) (laughs) Her aunt owns an inn and she was like fixing it up. I'm like, this is Hallmark Channel movies. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But I'll let you know. That's about it. Cool. No, that Nine Tails one, that sounds really good. It is good. I like it. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I've, I've done good on my AFI watches. 
Oh, yeah? I have now watched 71. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Any good ones recently? Yeah, I got blown away by On the Waterfront. Holy crap. Did you know Marlon Brando is like an amazing actor? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen him young. I've only seen like The Godfather and The Island of Dr. Moreau and Apocalypse Now, you know. Right. I had ne- I don't think I'd ever seen him in something from like the 50s and wow it was so good and I was so I was probably a lot of it was I was just like uh okay you know he used to be a boxer now he's like working on the docks and something about the mob or something and I just was not excited for it <laughs> right but wow it was so good I I am not sure if I've seen it. You I, know that, you know, everyone says uh, I could have been a contender, you know? Yes. That's... Holy crap, that is one of the, that is an amazing scene. I cannot even, hmm. I was blown away. That whole scene with his brother in the back of this cab. It was so good. Huh. I'll have to... Does that stream? Was that like on HBO or... It was on something. I know I didn't rent it. I'll have to look into it. I think the only like young, young Brando I've seen is a streetcar. Yeah, that one's coming up. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of me... For some reason, I have flashes of scenes from On the Waterfront, but I'm wondering if it's more from watching, like, a documentary on movies or something. Yeah, sure. Or did I actually see I have no memory of seeing it. I don't know. Oh, no, I did rent it. It's not streaming. Sorry. (laughs) You're right. I did rent it. I'm right. I'm wrong. I did rent it. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. No, that's... That one blew me away. Um, I enjoyed American Graffiti more than I thought I would. That's a fun movie. I've seen that a few times. Mom and Dad liked that movie. Well, I mentioned it in my little review that staring at that record was like a big part of my childhood. Yeah, we had the soundtrack, the LP. Yeah, and just that picture just totally brought me back to childhood. (laughs) I know I spent a lot of time listening to it and just staring at the record. I was fascinated by that roller skating waitress. Right. That's a fun album because that's the one that has um, Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun. He's interlaced through the whole thing. Right. <clears throat> no, that's a and fun then, movie. Oh, man. Like, 
Richard Dreyfus as like a kid. Yes. He's totally like 60-year-old Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> like no different. <laughs> I laughed so hard like his first couple lines I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's just the same." <laughs> So I was like, I wonder what a young Richard Dreyfus is like. Oh, it's like an old Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> oh, Richard Dreyfus. I like him a lot. I, I do too. It was just so funny to me. Huh. I'll have to I'll have to revisit that movie. I haven't seen it since I don't know. Sometime in my teens, early 20s, maybe. I'm pretty sure that one was streaming. Probably. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's on HBO Max. Um, The other, just, I had never, I think the only movie on this list, honestly, the only one I have never heard of was the best years of our lives and I just thought that was the last one I watched. And it was super good. It was over three hours and I was like, oh, this movie I've never heard of <laughs> three hours long. <laughs> what what is this one? It seems like so, I've maybe heard of it at least. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's um it, it, I didn't recognize anyone, although I've been talking to Harold now about the director Waller. Um, I guess he has a name for himself. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I guess he did something. <laughs> <laughs> he made some movies. Um, it follows three soldiers coming home from World War Two, and like one. One is like a older guy that was like a banker. He's like really rich. His kids are now adults. But when he left for the war, they were like younger teenagers. Um, the other guy had just like met this girl before he left. He met her in his uniform and they got married like two weeks later. And then he was off to war. And so it was like <laughs> oh, now, man. yeah, they're, they have to like live a life or whatever or not. <laughs> um <clears throat> And then the other one was the youngest, and he lost his hands, both hands in the war, and has hooks. And they actually got a guy that wasn't an actor to play this because he had hooks for hands, and he oh, was wow. good. And he won an Oscar for this role. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> awesome. He was really good, but... <clears throat> You know, it was made right after the war. And so you are they all are from the same town, although they didn't know each other. And you just kind of, they are just put on a plane together because they're from the same town. You know, flying back from who knows where. Um, Germany or something. And so they like form a little bond. And then you just follow their, you know, their last, their first few weeks or whatever. Um, after the war and trying to assimilate this guy that lost his hands, he had a fiance and he's just like, kind of pushes her away. Cause he's like, I don't want you saddled, you know, 
how you would feel. I don't want you to like just feel sorry for me, so marry me anyways, kind of deal. Um, it was really good, and they like approached up like their PTSD and all of that, and I just oh. thought it was above. It was probably kind of ahead of their time. <clears throat> it seems like most movies of that era about the war, they're just so like nationalistic, you know. Right. And this kind of got into the nitty gritty, like like movies did later, but I don't think around this era they did much. But I thought it was really good. I was engrossed. And that's, I did not expect to be. That's great. That's that's nice, especially when like you said, you're like three hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> Another war movie. <laughs> How many war movies have I watched in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you're, you've got, what, 29 left? Yeah, something like that. That's awesome. I got, I picked up The Grapes of Wrath from the library a couple days ago. It's sitting on my shelf. I'm like, oh, a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's next. <laughs> That's a good one. I Merry have, Christmas. I have seen that one. And I'm read the book. I have not read the book. Oh, really? Or seen the movie. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, might be my only Steinbeck I've never read. Yeah, that's... Or his most famous one I've never read. There might be some little yeah he did so many like little novellas i've read a lot of his novellas though yeah i'm sure there's some i haven't read this is this is the most the biggest of his that i've never read right right but i was thinking the other day that it is time for a great no um east of eden reread oof that's a good one too that's my favorite of his for sure Okay. You go. Okay. Um, so just the other day, I realized I missed a complete season of the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> you did. I was so pleased to find out uh, that there was a season. I that's had a watched. lovely surprise. <laughs> it is. And I figured it out because... It was just the other day I was, I put on, you know, they do like the holiday specials where they bring back people from other seasons. They yeah. they bring back like four people and they do like a little three-day competition thing. Mm-hmm. And there was two people I didn't recognize. And I was like, I don't remember these guys. Uh-huh. And when they were introducing them, they're like from, you know series six or whatever and so i was like what so i start and i was like i start clicking through the episodes i'm like i don't remember any of these people i'm like there's a season i haven't seen (laughs) that's awesome so yay Yay. that was just a fun little surprise i'm like three episodes in (laughs) um cam and i are we just finished season two of the Mandalorian on Disney. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that was going on. I thought, I bet Sue's watching that. Oh, we love it so much. We watch every episode, like, at least twice. Oh, yeah? We love it. Is this this season as good as the first season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. So, yeah. What is a Mandalorian? Is it like a soldier guy? That's what I picture. Yeah, it's like a... um, like a species or I don't know, like um it's a they're from a certain planet. Okay. Yeah. So he's so the Mandalorian has been given you've seen like the little baby Yoda. Oh of course. Yeah. He's like a the Mandalorian, he's like a bounty hunter, like he He's like a freelancer type thing. And so he took a job. He's got to take this baby Yoda and get it to the Jedis because baby Yoda needs to be trained as a Jedi. And so and that's... that that is not Yoda Yoda. That's just Yoda's species, right? Right, right. It's a, yeah. I've gleaned that much. Yep. It's not Yoda, but it's from the same, yeah, the same species. Planet. That Yoda yeah. is, yeah. So, but yeah, and just the adventures because this baby Yoda has like certain powers, even without being trained as a Jedi. It's had some training, but then it it needs to go back. But it's got like certain healing powers and stuff, so people want this, and so it's like adventures of the Mandalorian trying to keep him safe, and from people who want to try and kidnap him. And got it. Yeah, and it's just Does fun. This- does the baby talk? No, but it coos and stuff, and that's it's a little yeah. it's a little much, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's adorable, but if there's any complaint, it's like they kind of make Baby Yoda a little too cutesy. Like it, like seriously, they've recorded like a baby cooing, <laughs> and but it's kind of adorable at the same time. Right, you know. So, no, it's fun. It's like every week is like a little 45-minute or so Star Wars movie. And they do such a good job. And this could be a spoiler, so skip ahead 10 seconds. I've got two words. Boba Fett. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Excitement in the Reitman household. (laughs) (laughs) yes we have cam's boba fett action figure from like 1977 (laughs) on a shelf in our house (laughs) so anyway so that's been fun we're all bummed all three of us me cam and booker that's like in our little friday night watching dinner thing (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) um Yeah, and season two just ended last Friday, so we're sad, but we're going to rewatch it. Um, So another thing I watched on HBO is The Vow. Have we talked about this before? Um, Is this about the Nexium? I think Kat talked about it and you mentioned... Something. Do you had seen 
So no, we haven't because you had listened to a podcast and you were like, I'm not going to get into it. Okay, that's right. Okay. So I was like, I know we talked about it, but I can't remember. Okay. So I did end up watching it. Okay. Is um, it the one Cat watched? It's got to be. I feel like there's a few things floating around. Okay. It probably is. Yeah. This is The Vow on HBO. Um, and it is, oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> it is it just infuriating that this can happen. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just, it follows Sarah, who was the one in the Escaping Nexium podcast I had listened to. Okay. Um, it follows her and this guy, Mark, who were both pretty big wigs in the Nexium cult for quite a few years. And they had both escaped once they realized what was really going on. Um, and so it's kind of a documentary following them as they're trying to get more people to get out. Cool. But it also, I should watch this because I don't know. I know next uh, to nothing. It is. This Keith Rainier, who just recently got sentenced and stuff. What a freaking creep. This guy is the creepiest guy. And he's his bullshit factor is... I. I just can't believe that people were able just followed him because there's so much stock footage in most of this documentary is stuff that got filmed in the cult, you know? Wow. That's cool. And so you see a lot of like actual sessions and conversations with him and stuff because they just recorded everything because this smart guy who's one of the main characters in the series is a filmmaker. And so he was kind of, when he joined Keith Rainier wanted him to like make a movie or something. So like he was constantly filming everything and just, just this way, this guy, Keith talks to people. He, he's such an ass. <laughs> I mean, it's so, like, faux psychology. I don't know. He just knows how to talk to people to make them think, wow, this guy really knows his stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. And it's just, a little Donald Trumpy, but it's, yeah. I don't know. I just get the same vibes. It's like, how do you people follow him and believe him or whatever? He's terrible at this. Right, right. <laughs> but at the same time, good at it. Yeah. It's like if it works on you, it works on you. If it doesn't, it really doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. And he just takes advantage of people who are vulnerable and looking for a better way of thinking about themselves. He really takes advantage of that and just feeds them full of crap like self-help I don't know it's yeah and he's just the more you know what's going on like the creepier good morning booker's up um (coughs) the like the creepier he is like Mm -hmm. once you know because like there's a point where Mark knows he has to escape 
but he's got to stay in the cult to do like a slow escape, you know, like he can't just leave. It's got to be planned because they're pretty, they've got, it's dangerous to escape because these guys will go after you. Like they'll try and ruin your entire life. Okay. Like they will go after your finances. They'll sue you. They'll, you know, they'll try and ruin your life if you escape the cult. And so there's a point where Mark knows this is full of crap and he knows he has to escape, but he's still in it. And it's so uncomfortable, like watching him talking with Keith. I don't know. What a nightmare. Oh, yeah. I just, and it's just heartbreaking because one of the girls that's a big wig in the cult is like the young, young daughter. She's like only 20 or something of an actress who I guess was on dynasty. And so she's in it a lot because it's a mother trying to get her daughter out of this. And it's just terrifying to think about, like you just feel so bad for her. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, it's, it's good. It's so well done. And it's, it's just really, really, really good. Well, so. that's really cool. That <clears throat> it's like a documentary that like, is in in the cult that's amazing yeah yeah it's yeah i would say like half of the footage is them after they escape and half of it is inside the cult too so you really get an inside look it's it's fascinating that's awesome yeah because usually these things are just you know talking about it interviews and stuff right right so yeah so Definitely recommend that. It's really well done. And yeah, I decided to visit it and I'm glad I did. I, I was hooked. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So I've got one more and this is kind of a, a secret shame thing. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost so embarrassed that I don't want to talk about it. But I'm I know so excited. I know it's gonna give you all bookers in the background whispering it. He knows what it is. <laughs> okay, so let me let me give a brief explanation before I <laughs> reveal. Uh, do what you need to do. <laughs> so it was like I don't know mid November. I was getting like in a really bad place in my head when it came to like the news, the election, coronavirus. I, I was watching a lot of true crime. I was watching a lot of dark stuff and I'm like, I need something that I just don't care about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you cared though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, okay, go on. (laughs) I'm not in the mood for like a half hour comedy or even a comedy at all. I was like, what I need is just like angsty teenagers. (laughs) 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 Who have problems but aren't big problems, you know, like, I don't know. The problems don't affect you. (laughs) At all. (laughs) <laughs> and are, you know, I don't know. I just needed 
No, I, I get it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> one night, because I wasn't sleeping well at that time, I was waking up every night at like one in the morning and awake for like two or three hours every night. And so I was like... <laughs> I was flipping through Netflix, like, give me something that is interesting enough, but something I'm just not going to care about and think about during the day, you know? And boom, it came up. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched all six seasons. That's better be good. (laughs) Of Dawson's Creek. (laughs) Yes! Sorry to anyone who watched it when they were a teenager when it was airing in the late nineties or whatever it was, but oh man. I mean I cared enough to just keep watching. It was exactly what my brain needed. Exactly. <laughs> I well, good. I did a really good reset. So thank you, Dawson's Creek, for that. But my goodness. <laughs> Oh, I really What's it like I haven't seen 15 seconds of it. I hadn't either. So I, I didn't even know if Dawson was a person or a place. <laughs> it's a person, right? Yes. I found that out once. That is the James Vanderbeek. Okay. Wait, he's Dawson. This Spike watched this, right? Isn't there a funny name that made me laugh? Chaucy or something. Pacey. Pacey. Yes. Yeah, Spike oh. mentions Dawson Creek. I watched it. That makes me feel... I think, he, I think he yelled at Pacey once. Somebody was watching TV. We all yelled at Pacey a few times. <laughs> that makes me feel better that Spike watched it. <laughs> oh... Yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's not great. But like I said, it was exactly what I needed. I mean, I just didn't care about hardly any of the characters. I mean, it starts out, Pacey has an affair with a teacher at the mm. high school, and it's so unbelievable. It's like, Pacey a girl or boy? He's boy. Okay. Oh. And <laughs> uh, the, the affair is so dumb. <laughs> And like the teacher takes it so seriously and I'm like what is and this is like in the very first few episodes I'm like, what am I doing? Rethinking all my choices. But I gotta keep going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just didn't just didn't bond with any of the kids. I mean 
one of the parents dies in one of the seasons. I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dawson's Creek, for being there for my sister. <laughs> yep. It's, it's what my brain needed. Cam and Booker teased me relentlessly. <laughs> so, okay. So it wasn't actually a hate watch, though? Or was it? At times? No. It was just... It was what your brain needed. It was eye rolly a lot. Uh huh. Not a hate watch. No, I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad at it. Some some episodes I was mad at because I was like, "This is so dumb." You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, Joey, the Katie Holmes character. Good lord, she's so freaking annoying. <laughs> she. <laughs> Have I ever seen her in anything? I don't Not- know. It's Katie Holmes. I know she is. I'm not sure I've ever seen a Katie Holmes show or movie. I I don't know if I have either, except for now I've seen Dawson's Creek. But six seasons. Yeah, all six seasons, and yeah, her character is so. I just really couldn't stand her. <laughs> uh, Michelle Williams is another main character in it. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, and I. Didn't care for her too much. I gotta say, Pacey was probably my favorite. Hmm. And I didn't really like him all that much either. <laughs> 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 but, yes. So, um, yeah, Dawson's Creek. Don't really recommend it, but if you need, <laughs> if your brain just needs to go away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my K dramas are for, Sue. It was a good <laughs> palate cleanser. <laughs> good. Yep. It's so. not exactly the same thing, but it's it's in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So brain escaping. We won't be doing life. a yeah. We won't be doing a podcast about it. <laughs> well, I believe Steph Smith does one on it. On Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Huh. I don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one of the songs. <laughs> your your soul fell a little bit when you <laughs> Your soul's shoulders slump. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. When I had yet to reveal Booker was in the kitchen in the background going, Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so... The cat's out of the bag. I watched, I binged Dawson's Creek in about a month. I just That's finished awesome. it about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> no withdrawals? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. These teenagers just, they know it all. They just give advice to everyone. <laughs> I live with one. <laughs> it's like you're 15 and you're t- 
telling your mom and dad how, I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what teenagers do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know everything. And there's this air about them that they have their pulse on modern life that you couldn't possibly right. <laughs> know about. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, which is true in some ways. <laughs> yes. But So, yeah. I just totally forgot about Spike watching it, but now I kind of remember that. Yeah, doesn't he, like, yell and bangs the TV or something about Pacey? I can't remember exactly. No, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's delightful. <laughs> Spike is often delightful. He is. He is. No, he, he goes, come on, Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of coming back to me. <laughs> I don't quite remember, but I believe there's a come on, Pacey. <laughs> no, I think you're right. And it went right over our heads, but now mm -hmm. I know exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> so, yep. That's that's it. Good timing, Eleanor's getting a little whiny in there. All right. So, okay, well, that's what we've been watching. Yeah, and uh, it's Christmas Eve, so yeah. Merry Christmas, although I I am going to try to get this out before I move. Wow. We'll see. Yeah. But the holidays will be over, nonetheless, I'm imagining. Yes. For sure. So, well, we hope everyone had a nice, fun, and safe holiday season. Yes, and uh, let's all wave 2020 goodbye. Suck it, 2020. You can't suck it. Mm. On a personal level, it wasn't terrible for me, but... <clears throat> no. Also wasn't great. <laughs> no, no. I haven't lost anyone close to me. We, none of us, well, Booker lost his job, but that's why he came and moved in with us. But then he got a job in August. He moved in with us like mid-July. Okay. And he got a job in August, and it's a good job, and he's working from home. So we can't really complain. All three of us are working, you know. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's still been kind of a sucky year because. Definitely. You know, I just miss the little things like just running into the store and not having it be such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know things like that going to a yeah. restaurant you know 
Definitely not going to restaurants, but I don't feel like it's a huge deal to me going to a store right now. Well, I don't know. It might be a little different around here, but I just mean like before all this, you know, if I was driving around and running errands and I'd be like, mm, cup of coffee sounds good. I would just swing into whatever 7-Eleven or Maverick was nearby and run in, grab some. I just don't do that anymore. You yeah. know, it's like I keep those little I I I don't mind going to like the grocery store and stuff. I'm not freaked out. I don't know. No, okay. That's what I meant by the store. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No. I've I've never worried about I mean, I wear my mask and I'm careful and I bring my own sanitizer stuff for the case I don't have any for the grocery cart. <laughs> right. But <clears throat> Anyway, I hope everyone else is safe and healthy. Safe and healthy and getting through these holidays without seeing their family. Hopefully you're not, but <laughs> I I went to get celebratory went to Villani's for the last time. You know, the little bakery mm-hmm. we like with the with the tiramisu and I'm like we gotta get tiramisu one last time and I'm not baking this Christmas <laughs> so I'm like we're having tiramisu from Volani's for Christmas Eve <laughs> nice and the guy they only let it's so small they only let one customer in at a time mm-hmm. you go in get your stuff and go and then the next person in line goes in and he's like so you got any big plans for Christmas and I'm like no and he goes good <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I I will say one thing I'm kind of enjoying about this is kind of the social distancing thing. Because, like, Booker and I ran into Barnes & Noble on Sunday. And they've kind of set up the store now where there's, like, a path, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not all chaos and tables everywhere. And it was, like, nice and organized and people keeping their distance. And I'm like, you know... Last time I was at Barnes & Noble, a few days before Christmas, I swear people were, like, shoving me around, bumping into me, grabbing things in front of me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yes. like, this is just kind of nice and organized, and no one's in my <laughs> space. I'm like, that is if, nice. <laughs> if life goes on like this, I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Yeah, I hope your adventures to Utah go well. Thank you. Me too. And yes, all right. I'll talk to you right. later. Okay. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. Well, Merry Christmas Eve. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Eve. Yeah. So did you guys celebrate yesterday with Rob's graduating well, passing? We, we did somewhat. We got we had a gift card for a local restaurant and we thought we better use this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we went to Midwood Smokehouse. Well, we got takeout. Right. 
I ordered <laughs> I ordered the appetizer nachos. And yeah. it came in like a one of those like catering trays. It was huge. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's what happened when <laughs> when Dad and I went out to Wyoming last week. Uh, uh-huh. We uh, we were at Matt and B's and we ordered takeout from a local place, and I ordered the appetizer nachos, and Matt went and picked up the food, and they also sold pizzas there. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> Matt comes back and he's got this, you know, a couple bags with styrofoam things, and then a pizza box. And I was like, I don't remember someone ordering a pizza. <laughs> he opens it, it was the nachos. <laughs> oh my gosh, they were huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all of us had like two helpings of nachos and there were still <laughs> leftover nachos. <laughs> yeah, I... I ate as much as I could, and it was about a third of it. I was like, <laughs> like a table of four would order this as an appetizer and get food? <laughs> and get another dish. <laughs> <laughs> they were like pulled pork, you know. There was like kind of a barbecue element to them. They were really good. But... That's funny. It was funny. It was like a full-on catering tray. <laughs> we laughed. That's funny. <laughs> but Rob, like, took a nap. <laughs> it's just a weird feeling because just forever it has been, if he is doing anything that's not studying, it's like he feels guilty. Right, you know, right, or he's preoccupied. And last night it was just like, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> How I mean, awesome for taken, him. <laughs> I know he's taken little naps, certainly, but he like 15 minutes and he'll set his alarm. You know, I can only have 15 minutes, I gotta close my eyes. So, <laughs> yep, oh man, what a what a guy that's amazing. And now, yeah, yeah now he can just. It'll probably take him a while to adjust, you know. I I told him, I'm like, your brain <laughs> is going to be, like, so lost. <laughs> I know. It's just, because, I, like I said, it's just like a, con- you know how it is when you're in school. It's like, oh, yeah. especially like that finals crunch down. Oh, yeah. Where you are like, I have to be studying all the time. That is honestly how he felt for two years. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be quite an adjustment. He's probably going to, like, not know what to do with himself. Yeah. Won't be able to relax and watch a show because he's like, where's my books? Where's my notebook? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's We're awesome. We're going to occupy him pretty good for Christmas and then <laughs> getting out of here. But Yeah, there's that he can concentrate on. <laughs> But, oh, man, we talked about last night. I've been, like, trying to get routes and trying to make, you know, how I've been yeah. trying to get the days okay. And we appro- we broached the subject of doing it in five days. 
And ever since, I've just felt so good about it. <laughs> like, you know what? Why not do an extra night and have, like, six-hour driving dates? You know, yeah. What's your hurry? None, except it's, you know, it's going to suck. So it's like, let's just get it done. But True. Is it? Would that be better to just get it done or have one more day and have, like, nights where we can maybe put Elle in the hot tub and... I think that sounds way better. Me too. I just, I felt so good after we made that thought. I mean, I'm like, I'll look into it, you know. Don't you love it when that happens when you're stressed out about something, but you're like, you know, it'll work, but it's going to suck. And then someone comes up with like an alternate and you're like, oh, that sounds so much better. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) It's like all the things are like, just everything just feels better. Yeah. That's awesome. Then that's definitely what you should do. It is. I mean, it is one more day out and about during, you know, the Corona, one more hotel. But, you know, I stayed in a hotel in Savannah with Kat this summer and mm-hmm. it felt pretty good. It wasn't crowded. Yeah, that's the thing. When Dad and I, you know, because since Amy's not in Wyoming anymore... We stayed at the Hampton Inn, and uh, since they don't have one in my hotels, um, and, you know, they had the the remote control, had like this Lysol thing around it, and said, this has been, you know, cleaned, and like the room mm-hmm. on the outside of the door had like a sticker on it that the housekeeper put on after she cleaned it or he so when you opened it it broke the seal like no one's been in this room <laughs> you know that's nice we did not have that in savannah we <laughs> above the microwave <laughs> there was an old pizza box we were like oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> well this doesn't feel really thoroughly clean does it <laughs> It was a nice hotel. I think it was the Spring Hill Suites in Savannah, downtown. I mean, it was nice, and it yeah. looked clean, but someone left a pizza box. <laughs> uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all okay. We didn't get sick, so. Yeah, yeah. It's been long enough. No. <laughs> we felt pretty good. I felt pretty good. I still had, you know, I brought Lysol and a disinfectant spray, and I still cleaned I still cleaned the remote. <laughs> Good idea. Oh. And, you know, just overabundance of caution. <laughs> I brought <laughs> I brought our own pillowcases. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I think we'll all have our own pillows for traveling. Yeah, I sprayed the pillows with Lysol, and then I put our own pillowcases on them. Dad was laughing at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, Dad, but... <laughs> you, know. you are frail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You are 83 and... (laughs) You are not surviving this thing. (laughs) Exactly. And dang it, I am not going to let the stupid virus bring down George Wright. You know? That is not the way he goes. Nope. But, yeah. So, I I I actually, I went to Marshall's the other day, and they had, like, all these different scents of like antibacterial wipe packs Mm -hmm. 
and I was like, stockings for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we all get our own fucking <laughs> <and> white pack. <laughs> no, that's smart. Yeah. That is smart. Yeah, they did the the continental breakfast, you know. But you just had to tell the person what you wanted and she made the plate up for you. Oh, in Savannah, they gave us a little pack. They gave us a little uh, brown bag. (laughs) 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 We had a little brown bag breakfast. Oh, cute. It was cute. It was not great for Elle's because it was like a couple cereal bars and an orange. Oh, yeah. Those are. You know, Els, it's oh, at those breakfasts, it's all of it. It's, it's all about the pancakes and eggs and sausages. Scoopy gets so excited. <laughs> yes. Scooping it up. <laughs> oh, the best is when Scoopy's got an empty tray and is just excited and the tray's in front of it. So it just starts scooping, even though there's nothing there. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Cam and I are actually going to St. George the day after Christmas for a couple nights. Oh, are you? Yeah. Just Cam's like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you never used your hotel discount. He's like, everyone else uses it but us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's go to St. George. And I'm like, let's do it. You know, yeah. we've got. Booker living here so he can just take care of Bunny, you know, because that's always a thing. It's like, what do we yeah. do with Bunny? So we don't take a lot of trips like that, mostly camping, so we can take the buns with us. But we're like, Booker's here. He can take oh, care yeah. of Bunny, you know. So Yeah, we had Dale when we lived in Utah, so that was nice. Not that we made a lot of trips, but there was always that. You could. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. We went to Wyoming, you know. Right, right. We went to Chicago. Yep. So we're like, let's take advantage of Booker while he's here. And. Well, that's fun. Yeah, we want to check out. There's a little. Cam wants to look into buying a little piece of land in Arizona. Hmm. So. Like, you know how there's that little piece of Arizona right outside of St. George? Like, if you're driving to Vegas, there's that gorge that you go through, that little canyon thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, so that's Arizona, and then for a few miles after you get out of that gorge is Arizona, and there's a little town outside of that gorge that Cam's interested in. Hmm. Yeah, he just wants somewhere to go, like... He hates February so much. <laughs> <laughs> Wants to go south. He, yeah, he's like, it would just be nice to have a place that we could just go for a couple of weeks, like bring the camper, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's see if we can find something that at least has like a single wide on it, like something, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like a house? Like a house. So like you a, wouldn't have to take the camper? Yeah, just in case, like, if he wants to go down to go down there for two or three weeks, I can still, like, 
bring my laptop and work, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you could just drive a car right. instead of the camper. Right. So we're going to look into that. That's cool. Like, how far is that from Vegas? Um, Probably like an hour and a half. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not interested in Vegas. We don't like Vegas. Oh, well, you have friends there. We have friends there, but they can come see us. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Vegas, too. (laughs) You think it's going to be fun, and it's, like, exciting when you drive in there, and then after an hour, I'm like, I'm good. I'm I'm so done. (laughs) Yeah, because we're not, we don't gamble much, and I don't know. Yeah, I just. It's just not my thing. No. But. Anywho. Yeah, I'm excited. A little two-nighter. Good. I'm trying. Well, I want to, instead of Kat coming up here again, I feel like she's done that so many times this fall. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to go to Charleston one more time. So I'm like, Kat, why don't, just like the day after Christmas, why don't I bring the girls down there? I mean, I'm busy and stuff, but I think I can handle one day. You got to see Charleston again. I got to say goodbye to Charleston. Oh. You'll go back. Oh, yeah. For sure. And Kat needs to stay there. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a better excuse to go back. She's planning on it, right? Yeah. She is. That would be so weird just having her out there. I, know. <clears throat> I would really like to come back to somewhere around the eastern seaboard, though, to live again. Yeah. I would. But anyway, I'm trying to talk Robin to going. He doesn't have, he, you know, he, he could go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he hasn't been to Charleston yet. He hasn't? Mm-mm. That's right. Every time you take a little trip, it's like, yeah, Rob could probably use the quiet so he can study. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. We would need to figure out someone to let Simone out once. I don't want to do an overnight, just one of the early mornings and then drive home. Oh, just a day thing. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know someone that could do that. Oh, I'm sure we do. I actually, our next door neighbor would love to. She loves Simone. <laughs> oh, cute. 